Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. That's Jordan York. He's all smiles over there. I love that. We open up with a big smile on his face. You still got to be optimistic. It's football. It's fall. It's Pittsburgh. Man, those three things go together extremely, extremely well. We're only a quarter into the season. Less, technically, now that they're 17 games. So no matter what I or anybody else might think or say, there's so much season left and we're excited about it. Jordan, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. Just getting ready to be a dad. This is baby month. Uh, you know, got to see Kenny Pickett for the first time. Got to see Worm do that little shovel move. We got to ask him I'm about ask after him. after he got that tackle. But um, yeah, man, I'm staying optimistic. I know, you know, I can shoot off some tweets and be mad, but it, deep down, I, I love the Steelers more than anything. And if anyone has the faith, I have the faith. And I know another guy that has faith. We're gonna bring him on in just a second. You're watching the Chris. Warmly and Friends show. We're bringing this to you every Tuesday throughout the season. Such an awesome thing to have Chris on every single Tuesday, speaking his mind, taking us behind the scenes a little bit. And I tell you what, I know what he's going to say. When the going gets tough, the tough, they get going. So let's get going, Sammy. He's having a big day. Man, I really need to shave my playoff. It's like I got a playoff beard going on. Hockey hasn't even started yet. My beard looks good in that intro. I don't know what the heck's going on. I'll tell you that was, what. That was peak beard season for you. Peak beard season. All right, let's bring him along. Chris Warmly joining us on the Chris Warmly and Friends show. He's got a beard going as well. What's up, my man? What's going on? Yeah, I need a haircut too. I think Friday's the, the day where my guy comes and, and makes me look good for, for Sunday. But uh, it's not going so well. Um, you know, we're 1-3. And uh, coming off of a, of a game where I think that a lot of us think that we should have won that won that game, and um, you know, film film was tough yesterday to watch and sit through that. But um, you know, we were you know making trying to make the corrections and, and trying to see where we can where we can improve. And and um, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. Like you said, less little less than a quarter into the season now that there's 17 games. Yeah, I mean, listen, we sat here with you last Tuesday, and you guys took complete ownership. Uh, as a defense in regard to that tough Browns loss on that Thursday night game. Too late, Zach Wilson drives in the fourth quarter after you guys uh, mustered a 10-point lead. I'm sure you're going to sit here and tell us much of the same. 
yeah, anytime that our offense can give us a 10-point lead, um, we we as a defense should be able to hold on to that. And um, like you said, especially that that two-minute drive that we that they had to uh, to seal the deal with, I think, 16 seconds left. Uh, we didn't give our offense a, a, enough time to drive down the field and even even attempt to to score. And uh, when 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 you allow a two-minute drive like that, that um, whether it's the first half or the second half, that's um, something that's that's a recipe for disaster. No question about it. You're watching the Chris Wormley and Friends show, Mike Nicastro, Jordan York. And, of course, Chris Wormley over here. We'll have Worm give some parenting advice to Jordan, I guess, maybe at some point on this yeah. episode. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's a good guy to uh, to lean on. That's for sure, JY. And we got to get your, your future daughter a Wormley jersey, too. Oh, yeah. It's definitely. She'll make an appearance, too, just like there Spade. We go. Yeah, let me know. When she makes an appearance, we'll bring Spade on, and it'll be it'll be girl dad time for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll kick Mike off, and, and it'll just be yeah. us four. All right. Tell you what, good. that will get way more clicks, <laughs> views, all that good stuff. So I don't know why you didn't think of this plan earlier. You should be our producer. Uh, sorry, uh, Anello, Sammy, myself, and, and Jordan. All right, let me see how I can transition out of this one. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask you, Chris, about a couple things that were said this week uh, by your teammates. Obviously, want to always put it out there. You're never going to really speak on somebody else's behalf. But want to get your thoughts if you feel the same way on these quotes. First, I want to ask you about your all-pro safety guy on your back end there, Mega Fitzpatrick. said it's always frustrating to lose to a team that you know you're better than. Expand upon that for me. Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating to lose to anybody. Um, you know, these next four weeks, we have probably the toughest stretch of, of our season um, coming up, and it's going to be frustrating for the rest of the season whether we when, when we lose a game. Um, but especially, like, like Mika said, to a team that – we thought that we were better then, um, and you know, for almost sixty minutes of the game, we were. They they scored on that last minute drive and that last minute touchdown to to win the game, and uh, we thought we were better. We thought that we should have won the game. How much do you guys look into that schedule, Worm? I know, obviously, you just mentioned it. Everybody's talking about it, but so much can obviously change, right? I mean, look what happened with Tua. Uh, you know, it looks like you're going to face a relatively healthy Bills team this week, but who knows when the Bucks come to town, right? Who knows when you go to Philadelphia? Uh, you guys are probably, once again, just like you always do, sitting back, taking it one game at a time. Yeah, no doubt. Um, last year, right at this same exact time of the year, we were one and three last year. Um, you know, we had built the, beat the Bills last year at the, you know, the, the season opener and then lost three in a row. And that's that's kind of how we are right now. We we beat the the Bengals in that wild game the first week, and then yep. go on to lose three games, um, and three games that we you know we had opportunities to win the game. We had opportunities to to make a play on defense, especially to to win the game and and to put our offense in a better position. Um, so when you look back, even you know the past is the past, but the past of last year is still really fresh when it comes to at least for, in my mind of, you know, how we turned our season around last year and made it to the playoffs. Um, so for myself, I, I'm, I'm thinking it, you know, take it one game at a time, but there's still so much left to, to play for and, and to, to prove um, just only four weeks into the season. No question about that. Let's talk about your all pro wide receiver a little bit. This has been maybe misconstrued and I'm absolutely paraphrasing here, but the first thing I thought of after his post-game press conference where he said, obviously, this is a rebuilding year, was what would Cam Hayward think of that comment? What would Chris Wormley or you know Tyson Alulu, Minka Fitzpatrick think of that comment? 
so I'll ask Chris Farmer. Yeah, that's this is uh you know I just saw that comment earlier today and like you said you're paraphrasing a little bit so I'm not sure exactly what the full context of that was, um, but when you look at guys like Cam, you look at guys like TJ and Minka who are in their prime and and Deontay who is <clears throat> you know going into his prime you know he had a big year last year just signed that big contract and he's in his prime as well I would say and he'll hopefully he's in that for the next you know five to ten years. Um, so when you have guys like that on the team who are ready to win now and who are looking to win now, it's hard to say that you're in a rebuilding process, even if we even if we make a QB change or even if we have a, a rookie QB, uh, you know, starting for us for the next 13 games. I know Kenny's not thinking of of it as a rebuild year in his mind. He's a competitor. He's a quarterback and he wants to win as many games as he can. Um, and I, you know, you want to talk about the past. Let's let's go almost 20 years ago when when Big Ben stepped in, you know, whatever week that was, I think maybe week two of the season, and went on to win 15 games in a row. Um, and I'm sure a lot of guys back then maybe thought that was a rebuild year. Um, but like I said, I don't know, you know, the full context of Deontay's uh, uh, quote and what he was trying to get across. But um, I know, like I said, guys like the guys on our defense who are in their prime, um, and even myself, who is who I feel like is – is you know playing his his best ball these last couple of years. I'm looking to win now, and I'm looking to uh, to make a run in the playoffs. So these next 13 weeks, are, are, we have a lot to prove and a lot to show that um, this isn't a rebuild year. This is just a reload year for us to to continue to to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, well said. You're not in DJ's head. I'm not in DJ's head. If I had to take an educated guess, I think he ends up walking back those comments at some point. And listen. We've all said things knee-jerk after a tough loss. I do it in freaking Madden over here uh, if, I, if I lose a game that ultimately I think it takes some time to ponder. And obviously context is important as well there, Jordan. All right, let's switch. Jordan, I want you to ask because you brought it up. I had it I had it written on my list over here, but you were doing well, it over there for a minute. I'm, I'm curious too, man. So I'll, I'll kick it to you so you can get it, you can get it started about the well, – uh, went, I went to my parents' house to watch the second half of the game, and right when I walk in is when you made that tackle – and you're doing a you're doing a shovel, the, and I was like, I was like, and they and they were talking about it and on, on TV, and they they kept showing you on the sidelines and replaying. Yeah. I'm like, man, like I, I gotta get I gotta get the scoop literally on this. Yeah, um, so that was something I used to do in college. <laughs> um, we used to call it like the grave digger. It was more of an emphatic uh, celebration. I'll even pull it up. My buddy uh, who's in town, uh, Brian Koffler, um, him and him and my buddy Jacob Lutt, who were in town together. Um, they text me every week, you know, where let's see the shovel, let's pull the shovel out. And uh, this is, I don't know if you could see it on here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is me doing it back in uh, maybe like 2015. And then this is the picture from, uh, oh man. So it's a little little, little more, more controlled, a little more, uh, uh, you know, reserved. But, um, yeah, that's kind of where it came from. And those, uh, I I give a lot of credit to those guys for reviving the, the shovel um this week but yeah it was uh i thought it was the right thing to do it was a big play uh tackle for loss and uh you know i think that was one of the plays that i look back on for the game and i uh i think um was, was one of those kind of big plays in the, in the game that uh could have shifted some things definitely you got one more mike or do you want me to start with the bills jump in man so we're gonna just uh move fo- focus to the next game last last year you guys went into buffalo and won um, stunned everyone. And uh, how, how did you stop Josh Allen? Like, if that's possible. Yeah, we uh, we got him into third down situations. We got him into some 
obvious passing downs that I that uh, allowed TJ and and Alex to to get after the quarterback. I think TJ had two sacks that game, a sack fumble that uh, we were, we were able to to recover. And then uh, Miles Killebrew had a big block for for a touchdown that uh, Ulysses uh, uh, picked up and scooped and scored for for a touchdown that really shifted the game. And uh, it's going to take a, a full team effort like it does every game. And but especially as a team like the Bills, who are so well rounded, um, they have a great defense. They have what looks like the front runner for MVP right now, only only four weeks in. And then when you combine Josh Allen with a guy like uh, uh, Diggs, that's a that's a scary uh, duo right there. Um, so it's going to take our defense to probably play their best game of the year, similar to uh, the Cincinnati game, where we're going to have to create a lot of turnovers and create a lot of momentum for our defense or for our offense, uh, especially going into a hostile environment like that. Um, you're driving into to the stadium, you're watching guys jump off of off of off of tables and and uh, you know screaming, and they're, they're probably one of the best fan bases in the in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so when you hostile environment like that. Yeah, I said one of the best. You know, there's 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 a there's a top five list. I think the Steelers are. Yeah, they're are, are the Bills mafia is definitely crazy. Yeah, yeah, but not as crazy as the Yins are crazies, uh, which is great. Thank you. That's um, what I would. That's what we were. That's what we were looking for. Enough. No doubt. No doubt. So when you roll into a spot like that, you know it's not only just uh, the the players that you're playing against, but you're playing up against a, a fan base that is going to be extremely loud and extremely uh, excited to 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 play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, so knowing that you guys went in there last year and won on the road, what confidence does that bring uh, this year going there? Knowing that you you've been in that that territory before and, and and you came out victorious. Yeah, I think that's that's a huge confidence booster. Um, when you think about what we did, how we how we won the game, it wasn't a pretty game, but it was a game that that we uh, we fought hard to win. We made plays on defense. We created turnovers, and uh, like I said, that uh, that pump block for a touchdown was 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 really what what won us the game and uh yeah we're, we're gonna bring that same confidence we're gonna bring um you know that that previous uh you know memory of, of how we won that game and, and try to use that to our advantage definitely so i have to ask kenny pickett came into the game qb1 how much confidence do you, yourself just you know seeing him at practice and going up against him and just as a team the confidence level i know that he plays with the swagger i watched and covered him his whole college career. So really excited that, you know, we get to watch him go at it. Yeah. I think that's what excites a lot of us on the team and especially the fan base is that swagger that he brings. Um, he came into the game and, and you should have, I don't know if, I don't know, both of you guys were at the game, but just the, the cheers and the, and the excitement yeah. that the fans had was, was contagious. You know, we, we, we felt that we felt the the love that they had for, for Kenny and um, he comes in and has two rushing touchdowns and, you know, was kind of moving the ball here and there. Um, I know he threw three picks, but um, a lot of those, you know, those are, you know, sometimes what happens when you're a rookie quarterback stepping in at halftime. Um, so I know he's looking to to uh, to clean up those mistakes, and we're going to have to play pretty much mistake-free ball when it comes to to um, how we're going to win this game on Sunday. And I know that he's really excited. I know he's going to have he's going to be confident, probably more than anybody on the field. And uh, we're looking for that swagger for him to uh, to lead the offense. Most definitely. So we are going to play our favorite game, Worm Association. Go ahead, Sammy, roll it. All right. So these are a few football topics, but we threw in some uh, holiday and, you know, some 
some other things. So we'll start off with Halloween costume. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to go with Encanto. Uh, my daughter is going to be the the main the main character Mirabelle, and I think I'm going to be uh, Tio Bruno. Uh, we don't talk about Bruno, but uh, yeah, that's gonna, my I'm dog's gonna, name. I'm, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to dress up as him. And I think my wife's going to be another character oh, for the show make too. Sure, so we're going to make sure you be, document this, please. For, no doubt. For Nation. No doubt. We're going to, we're going to be an Encanto family and uh, look forward to uh, walking around the neighborhood in some costumes with the little one. That's cool. All right. Buffalo wings. <laughs> for the long, probably, probably 25 years of my life. I didn't put the two and two together that Buffalo wings came from new Buffalo, New York. Uh, wow. I thought it was just the flavor of, of the sauce, you know, um, but yeah, I'm always, whenever, every time we go to Buffalo, I have to get a, get a couple wings from, from one of the local spots and, uh, I'm excited to, to try them out again this, this, uh, this time around. Um, but yeah, those are Buffalo wings. I mean, that's, that's a staple. You're a big wing guy or are you like no a steak hoagie guy? Uh, definitely a wing guy when it comes to those two yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's, that's Me a too. tailgate specialty right there. Definitely. All right. Bill's mafia. Like I said, when you're when you're rolling through the 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 neighborhood and you see the stadium and you're seeing these people jump off of off of these tables and have no regard for their bodies, um, that's a true fan base right there. That's yeah. that's exciting to see. Um, and when you get to play in a hostile environment like that, um, it's even sweeter when you get the win. Definitely, George Pickens. Yeah, I think you guys are seeing it every you know. Each week he's getting better and better. Each week he's making plays. Each week he's doing things that um, I think that people were talking a lot about during camp and during the preseason. And it's um, it's really cool to see him continuously uh, mature, continuously get better, continuously make plays for our offense. And I think that that picket to Pickens uh, connection is is here to stay for a long time. And I hope it uh, it starts hot and fast on Sunday. Definitely. And we saved the best one for last, Disney on Ice. Oh, man. We were there uh, in February, and we have uh, tickets to the Frozen musical uh, next Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, we are a Disney family. My my daughter's all about the Disney Plus. No free shout-outs, though. Uh, so, yeah, we're excited about that. And she, any chance that we can get her to uh, to experience some cool things like that, we're, we're all about. So, yeah, next week is uh is is the Frozen musical. Not on ice, but a lot a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, a lot of good times. Do you participate in the singing and dancing as well, or you just take it all in? Of course. Well, especially when the soundtrack is just ingrained in your head. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll know as soon oh, as I know. Maybe I'll, I'll give it I'll give it another seven eight months until you start putting on those shows and the songs start coming, <laughs> and you won't even be around your daughter, and you'll be in the car singing the songs. It'll just come on, and you'll you'll listen to it. I'm telling you. That's we'll how I thought about that Bruno song. It it, yeah. I, it started coming on. I'm like, what is this? This is like a Disney song on the radio, uh-huh. and then I'm singing it, and then I'm singing it to my dog because he's named Bruno. So <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be finishing each other's sandwiches soon enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Mike, sandwiches, I, that, hold on. That made me curious. I, is for a long time people thought hoagie was only a Pittsburgh word. You said steak right. hoagie, Jordan. I was like, all right, you're not far away, worm. You're Toledo. Is yeah. that is that a north? East word? You, were you guys talking hoagie over there? Is that a Pittsburgh word? Yeah, I've, I've heard of hoagies. We have the hoagie okay. rolls in the in the, show, in the stores, and we'll make the hoagie sandwiches and hoagie subs, all that good stuff. Yeah. What the about pop? Pop? Oh yeah, pop is definitely a Midwest thing. Yeah, no doubt. Because if you go down to like South Carolina, I ask for a pop, and yep. they just look at you like, 
Oh, and yeah, they, they people heads. know what people know what you're talking about, but it's like almost like they want to like have a yeah uh, a conf- a confrontation over pop soda coke whatever you want to call it they they want to have that conversation so yeah it's funny yeah. we do it we do it too I can't lie you come up to mm-hmm. Pittsburgh and you say I want a soda we look at you like you have eleven heads there's no question <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, good stuff we frozen and hoagies on the show I, I enjoy it all right let's wrap up with some Michigan football talk you know our, our Fans love it. The maize and blue. I heard you guys are going to have a maize and blue out, which is kind of unique and, and, and pretty darn cool coming up. But you guys go into Iowa. I want to get this right. Five-game losing streak you guys had at Kinnick Stadium. Uh, Coach Harbaugh said top five teams go to die at Kinnick Stadium. You kind of referenced that last week as well. Michigan did not die. They pretty much won in a uh, blowout fashion. How impressed are you with them? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty impressive. You know, last sat here last week and said that, my senior year there, 2016, I think we were ranked third, and we lose on a last-second uh, field goal. Um, they go in, and and I don't think they they were down at all during that game. And um, JJ McCarthy is continuously uh, proving why he's the starter. Um, the running back quorum is probably maybe the best back in the league or in the in the nation. <clears throat> and their offensive line looks really good. Their defense is coming on. They lost a lot of guys on the on the defensive front, and they're they're looking like they're they haven't skipped a beat. Um, but yeah, going into a place like that is is really tough to win, and they they won in, in dominating fashion, and it was really fun to watch. I want to throw out a couple words that analysts use often, fans use often, but I never really get to ask the players their thoughts on it. Those words are trap game, and in college, obviously, I'm sure anybody would admit, you know, you're not as mature. You know, you're you're learning as a human and as a player, you're growing. For what it's worth, I'm thinking, all right, Michigan's got Indiana this week. I'm sure you've had circumstances like this in the past in college, high school, and what have it. And they got at Penn State, a big game after that. I'm not sure if they're at Penn State, but they're playing Penn State. Does that exist? How do you how do you focus on that game? Is there a trap game uh, mindset? Have you seen that play out? Yeah, I've, I've been in numerous trap games before, and, and Indiana was one of them. Uh, it was 2015 go to Indiana and we were in like quadruple overtime or something crazy like that, double overtime. And uh, that was a team that we shouldn't have even have been, you know, close to, we should have blown, blown out by 30, 28 points, four touchdowns. And, you know, we, we win the game, but when you, especially like this, like Michigan, I think they're a really mature team. I think they uh, know the value in playing each game, uh, not looking ahead, even though they have Penn state next week, which is going to be the biggest, their biggest test so far. Um, but Indiana uh, is always one of those teams that, like you said, that trap game, you don't want to say it or think about it. Um, you want to prepare it like every other team and every other game that you play. Um, but I think I think these boys have a different mindset, and I, I think they understand that, especially the guys that played a lot last year uh, on that Big Ten title team, they uh, they understand the, the value and, and the importance of every week. I know it was a tough loss this past week. Did you go into Nordstrom this week yet? I did not. No, uh, I have uh, I have family pictures coming up next weekend, uh, so I'm I'm trying to hold off as long as possible. So uh, so I'm not I'm not bothered too much. But yeah, like I said, those those people have some opinions. Well, let's wrap up here. Chris Wormley and Friends Show. Always a pleasure. Listen, man, he said it. We sat here last year once more with a one and three Pittsburgh Steelers football team. Team made the playoffs, had a chance to win a Super Bowl. That's the when you get in the dance, you have a chance. I've always said that. So panic button might be a little early here, especially considering one game technically out of the AFC North lead 
uh, as well as the rest of the division sits at two and two. All right, for Jordan York, Chris Warmly, as always, Chris, just stay healthy, man. Enjoy it. No doubt. Thanks for I want to see that grave digger, though. I want to see that on Sunday again, all right? That's Listen, man, every time, you know, big plays. I got, I got something coming for between me and my daughter, but uh, that might have to right. be safe well, Let first. me know. I'll, I'll, I'll take see. a number and get in line, and I need to see that <laughs> celebration. I got you. Appreciate <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks. Go Steelers. Sammy, you know what to do. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.